Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. Welcome back to Kingdom Come Ministries. And in today's lesson, we're going to be talking about the table of showbread, which is another piece of furniture which was found in the inner court of the tabernacle. Now, let's get started. So, the table was supposed to contain 12 loaves of bread every Sabbath, and the priests were responsible for bringing it to the people. We can read about it in Leviticus chapter 24, verses 5 through 8. And I'm also going to be reading through the New Living Translation, so if you don't have one, just bear with me and listen closely. So, let's continue. You must bake 12 flat loaves of bread from choice flour, using 4 quarts for each loaf. Place the bread before the Lord on the pure gold table and arrange the loaves in two stacks, with six loaves in each stack. Put some pure frankincense near each stack to serve as a representative offering, a special gift presented to the Lord. Every Sabbath day, this bread must be laid out before the Lord as a gift from the Israelites. It is an ongoing expression of the eternal covenant. Now, what exactly does the table of showbread mean? Showbread means bread of face or bread of presence because the bread was laid before the face of God. So that's what showbread actually means in Hebrew. So let me turn over to my notes. Now, here are five points of application as to how this actually applies to us this very day. And the first is this. Bread symbolizes God's provision. And I'm going to give you a couple of scriptures here. One being from Psalms chapter 37 and another one from Luke chapter 9. So in Psalm chapter 37 verse 25 it says this. Once I was young and now I am old. Yet I have never seen the godly abandoned or their children begging for bread. And in Luke chapter 9 verses 16. Jesus took the five loaves and two fish. Looked up toward heaven and blessed them. Then breaking the loaves into pieces, he kept giving the bread and fish to the disciples so that they could distribute it to the people. So, after the Lord Jesus fed the 5,000, they had 12 baskets of leftovers. The symbolism is not only does God provide our needs, he can supernaturally go far beyond that. But moving on to the second point is bread symbolizes the sufficiency of Christ. And the way of Lord Jesus fulfills this is found in John chapter 6, verse 35. This is what it says. Jesus, Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Here's the principality to what he is saying. In life, we are hungering after worldly desires. That only grants us temporary fulfillment. Sorry. That only grants us temporary fulfillment, whether it be money, marriage, children, sex, etc., etc. These things come and go like a breeze of the wind. But whenever we hunger after the Lord Jesus and seek fellowship with Him, our fulfillment of Him becomes everlasting. Thus, therefore, we are eating of His flesh. So, to put it simply, when we seek fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ, our hunger for temporary pleasures of this fallen world fade away because He helps us set our sight on Him, while also partaking and walking in your divine purpose. But going on to the third point, bread symbolizes fellowship. We can find an example of that in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 20. When all of your house churches gather as one church family, you are not really properly celebrating the Lord's Supper. Now, notice the term family Paul used here when addressing the Corinthians about the Lord's Supper. Of course, families themselves are to be bonded and strengthened by one another while also building each other up. But when the church practices communion by the breaking of bread, that symbolizes fellowship. But how does that correlate to the table of showbread? It signifies that God wishes to have fellowship with us. But the table of showbread also had wine too. You can find this in Exodus chapter 29 verse 40. With one of them, 
offer two quarts of choice flour mixed with one quart of pure oil of pressed olives. Also, offer one quart of wine as a liquid offering. This was, to, this was to be poured for the Lord once again, symbolizing fellowship. But if we project that into the New Testament, you can find this in Luke chapter 22, verse 19 through 20, which you can kind of see what I'm getting at here. He took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it into pieces and gave it to the disciples, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After supper, he took, up, he took another cup of wine and said, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood, which is poured out as a sacrifice for you. We can clearly see that the table of showbread was a foreshadow of communion to honor and remember the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. But point number four is this. The bread symbolizes the word of God. And this is found in Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. But Jesus told him, No, the scriptures say people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So, we as believers do not base our lives on by bread or food. We live our lives based on what the word of God says. The problem with most people today is they want to change the Bible rather than changing themselves. I have seen many articles claiming that some pastors have completely done away with the Bible because they claimed it doesn't work anymore. Can you actually believe that? This type of ignorance leads people to their downfall. Now, I want you to listen closely to this analogy I'm giving you. We need to root ourselves like a tree into the Word of God. That way, the water of life will enable us to live and stay healthy while living clean and innocent lives. Does that make sense? But moving on to point number five, bread symbolizes an eternal covenant. And this is found in Leviticus chapter 24, verse 8. Well, this is a correlation, so to speak. Every Sabbath day, this bread must be laid out before the Lord as a gift from the Israelites. It is an ongoing expression of the eternal covenant. How is this important to us, you may ask? When you look at the nation of Israel, there could have not been a more disobedient nation. They were sacrificing their children in the fire. They were intermarrying with other nations that didn't believe in God. You name it, they were doing it. But yet, despite all that, God remained faithful to them because when you come to the Lord Jesus Christ, that means that no matter how bad you are, God has established an everlasting covenant with you. This bread is a reminder of the covenant God has established with us, no matter how far gone you may think that you are, because, my dear brothers and sisters, we cannot escape the reach of God. Now, point number six is this. Bread symbolizes a free will gift to God. I want to let you in on something that not a lot of people will agree with. Our jobs that we are, sorry, excuse me, our jobs that we, are, we have are to, let me, let me rephrase this for one second. So let me rephrase this one more time. Our jobs that we have and go to are actually gifts from God. He has given us the ability to gain wealth that we can use to give back to Him. After all, he is the one who supplies our needs. So shouldn't we thank him by giving back to him as a thanks offering? Now, I understand that was six points rather than the five, but I just wanted to let you in on a little something. That every good thing that we have, whether it be your job, whether it be your finances, whether it be your marriage, your children, etc., etc., every good gift that we receive comes from the hand of God. I just wanted to let everyone know on that. But anyways, my brothers and sisters, I just wanted to thank you all for listening to this very day. And next, we will be talking about the altar of incense. So, 
Be sure to stay tuned on that matter, and I will catch you all next time. God bless y'all.